All right, let's talk a couple of stocks on the move in the early going. For that, let's welcome in Renita Young, Senior Markets Correspondent. Good morning, Renita. Happy Friday to you. Good morning and happy Friday. How's it going out there? <laughs> oh, it's good, especially if you're a Netflix investor. I mean, we're seeing investors celebrate despite a big earnings miss, but uh, definitely taken as an upbeat report. So, Renita, walk us through these Netflix numbers. What were the key takeaways? The big number on Netflix's earnings was all about subscriber growth, which was well higher than anyone really expected. I feel like Netflix guided lower. They had lowered expectations about this, and that really did temper what analysts did ahead. And it changed the uh, sentiment after we saw subscribers come in 4% higher year over year within Netflix, that 230.75 million versus that 207 in the fourth quarter of 2021. Netflix also expects its first quarter sales to grow. But let's get into the revenues and earnings. Earnings were 12 cents. That was below the 46 cents estimate. Revenue came in sort of in line. It was at 7.85 billion versus that expectation of 7.86 billion for growth of 1.9% year over year. And it was 24% growth the year prior. So quite a difference there. But as we said, the excitement really did come in paid subscribers. Now, when it comes to those paid subscribers, the company did say it's cracking down on password subscriptions. And because of that, in the first quarter of this year, Netflix expects a little enthusiasm about those paid subscriptions to fade a little bit as people, maybe they go out because they'll be charged a little bit more to share their password, but Netflix expects for that to pick back up in the second quarter. Another big piece of news that we heard was that co-founder Reed Hastings is stepping down as co-CEO to become executive chairman, and moving into his place will be COO and chief product officer Greg Peters. He's going to be co-CEO along with Ted Sarandos. All right. So, yeah, I think the big focus today is going to be those net ads of subscribers, 7.66 million ads. Wall Street was expecting 4.57 million, so huge beat there despite the earnings miss. What are analysts saying? I've seen a lot of uh, headlines cross my feed. They're adjusting their price targets. Absolutely. We've seen a flurry of analysts boosting price targets on Netflix, and they're having a lot more hope in this company's ability to continue to rise. As you can see, JP Morgan there boosted the price target from 330 to 390. Oppenheimer maintained an outperform, raised the price target from 400 to 415. Jeffries boosted it from 385 to 400 and maintained a buy. Here's another one. Credit Suisse raised it. It was a little bit lower on the end from 271 to 291, keeping a neutral rating, however. Yeah, 291, quite a bit lower than where it's currently trading right now at 315. Also mm -hmm. saw Benchmark maintained a sell rating on Netflix, so bearish on Netflix, but raised its price target to 250. Right. So $65 than where it currently is trading. All right, well, let's talk about Alphabet, the latest company to join big tech firms in laying off employees. 
looking at Alphabet in the early going, up about 2.6%. So investors like the idea of job cuts, but run us through that news, Renita. Right. Well, investors likely this time around, they like the idea of cost cutting. And so that's why this news about Google Alphabet cutting 12,000 workers is actually trading pretty well right now. Um, but Alphabet reports this and that amounts to about 6% of the workforce. CEO Sundar Pichai, he's incredibly apologetic in his email about this. He sent out an email. He said that people who have been affected have already been notified. They've gotten, gotten a, uh, an email earlier today and that this is a global layoff. It's gonna be across product areas, across levels, functions, across regions. Um, and he admit that Google grew pretty quickly maybe even a little bit too much. I'm gonna read you a sentence that he said or two. He said, over the past two years, we've seen periods of dramatic growth to match and fuel that growth. We hired for a different economic reality than the one we face today. And that's the economic reality that includes those headwinds, that includes macroeconomic conditions that are lower, that are less robust than what we've experienced in tech during the pandemic. All right, so we have Google 12,000, Amazon was 18,000, mm -hmm. Microsoft earlier this week 10,000, so those job cuts just keep piling up, becoming the new norm. Renita Young, thanks so much. Thank you.